Welcome to Health Hats, learning on the journey towards best health. I'm Danny Van Leeuwen, a two-legged, cisgender, old white man of privilege living in a food oasis who can afford many hats and knows a little bit about a lot of health care and a lot about very little. Most people wear hats one at a time, but I wear them all at once. We will listen and learn about what it takes to adjust to life's realities in the awesome circus of healthcare. Let's make some sense of all of this. This morning, my wife, an outpatient occupational therapist in a satellite clinic, asked me, is it safe for me to still go to work? Is it worth the risk? Everyone wears a mask. We mostly stay six feet apart. The room is well ventilated, with the air drawn up. She still drives to work. I'm over 65, male, with multiple sclerosis on immunosuppressant infusions. I want to go to the literature and find a risk calculator that produces a score given the factors of age, gender, home and work zip code, density of work, transportation method, pre-existing conditions, and job risk combined with local stats for COVID positive rates, mortality, mask wearing, social distancing use, and testing percentages. Enter the data, and the calculator would say my wife has a certain range of risk, perhaps 1% to 5% chance of contracting COVID-19, and if she gets it, a 0.5% to 6% chance of dying of it. Numbers made up, of course. And the same for me. Don't be silly, you say. We don't have the data for that. And I respond, why not? Aren't those the $64 billion question everyone's asking? Is anyone funding the research so the risk could be calculated? What's AI, artificial intelligence, for anyway? Every conversation at home, work, or in the real or virtual street includes some variation of risk assessment. Should I or my kids go to work or to school today, next month? Should I go to the hospital in an emergency? Can the family get together for Thanksgiving? We should be able to plug our personal information into a web form and get a risk percentage. Hematologists can tell us risk of mortality for various cancer treatments. You say data about populations don't tell anything about the individual. But isn't that what research does? inform individuals about the likelihood of the outcome, like mortality, recovery, unintended consequences, based on understanding of groups of people in specific settings? Okay, I accept we aren't there yet, but are we moving in that direction? I don't know. We don't have a concerted nationwide effort to know. 
I am aware of many COVID collaborations, funded and unfunded. There's the National COVID Cohort Collaborative, NC3, at the NIH, the National Institute of Health, that's collecting data from electronic health records. PCORI, the Patient-Centered Outcomes Research Institute, sponsored the HERO Registry for Healthcare Worker Exposure. The COVID-19 Knowledge Accelerator with systematic reviews of research. Private industry has the COVID-19 Healthcare Coalition, and Datavant has a COVID-19 research database. Those come to mind, plus many, many, many more. But I haven't yet found a funded collaborative that answers the questions we as community members ask to manage their lives safely. Perhaps our data isn't helping us make decisions because we don't have the right data. Without national leadership and public-private partnership, this will move slowly. People need answers now. See links in the show notes to all the resources mentioned here. Now a word about our sponsor, Abridge. Use Abridge to record your doctor visit. Push the big pink button and record the conversation. Read the transcript or listen to clips when you get home. Check out the app at abridge.com. A-B-R-I-D-G-E dot com. Or download it on the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. Record your healthcare conversations. Let me know how it went. I am working on part of this with a small band of volunteers. We're trying to picture and formulate the problem, suggest an approach, and find people with passion and means to carry it forward. So far, we see the problem as, how can the research industry help lay people and communities find evidence-informed guidance to live safely? Guidance that answers their questions when needed in a familiar manner that they trust. We are exploring what patient-centered means in these circumstances. How can we be inclusive of the awesome diversity of our communities? How can lay people find what they need when they need it in a manner that's useful? What about our epidemic of mistrust in science and evidence? More to come. Let me know your thoughts. Comment here or email me at tech.safeliving at gmail.com. During my last short on-mic episode, Unintended Consequences, I promise to offer regular examples of unintended consequences as I observe them. This one occurred to me while hearing my wife talk about an initiative mothers out front. Climate change initiatives can have temporary or sustained unequal impact on communities. I live in an upper middle class community with increasing numbers of homes with solar panels, a town sponsored drive to push the all renewable electricity option from our suppliers. 
My grandson counts Teslas. We have a Chevy Bolt. As our hoped-for success unfolds, those who can't afford the increased cost of renewable source electricity, solar panels, or solar cars continue to use now less expensive oil and natural gas. As fewer and fewer people and industries use non-renewable energy, the high sunk infrastructure costs remain. Those with less means will pay more in their utility bills until equity policy catches up with infrastructure changes. Certainly a stronger case exists for environmental justice. The case is robust and broad, including the unequal cost on poorer communities of pollution, accidents, and disasters, as discussed in the Washington Post article, Climate Change is Also a Racial Justice Problem. As we consider righteous policy and practice change, do we also address potential unfavorable impact on some populations? Unintended consequences. Thanks, folks. Onward. See the show notes, previous podcasts, and other resources on my website, www.health-hats.com slash pod. Please subscribe or contribute. If you like it, share it. Thanks. See you around the block.